Owning Juices for Life is not easy, and I always tell people one of the main things that makes running a brick-and-mortar business so difficult is finding the right employees. Well, thank goodness for ZipRecruiter. They make it so much easier. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash breakfast. ZipRecruiter sends your job to over 100 of the web's leading job boards, but they don't stop there. For example, we need people with a food handler's license. ZipRecruiter will analyze each one of the applications that comes in and spotlight the top candidates so you never miss a great match. ZipRecruiter is so effective that 80% of employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. With results like that, it's no wonder that ZipRecruiter is the highest rated hiring site in America. And right now, my listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash breakfast. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash B-R-E-A-K-F-A-S-T. ZipRecruiter.com slash breakfast. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. This is your wake-up call. The Breakfast Club, the show you love to hate. From the East to the West Coast. DJ Envy. Angela Yee. Charlemagne the God. The realest show on the planet. This is why I respect this show, because this is a voice to society. Changing the game. You guys are the, the coveted morning show, but y'all earn that. Impacting the culture. They wake up in the morning, and they, they want to hear that breakfast club. The world's most dangerous morning show. We in the mother... We in the... Good morning, Angela Yee. Hey, good morning, DJ Envy. Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Monday. Yes, it's Monday. Back to the work week. Yes, man. And salute to all the interns that we don't have this morning. Yes, no interns today. Therefore, we just feel like we stranded on a deserted island. Can't go get my breakfast. Can't get no green tea. No water. I'm just here parched. Well, we do have green tea up here. It's not as good as the green tea you could get. It's definitely not. At Starbucks. Say it. Go ahead. Let it out. We cool. Starbucks cool now, right? Is it Starbucks I, cool? Yeah, it's fine. Okay. I have my own uh, green tea if you want to pack. Mm. What kind you got? Something special? Yeah, some ginger green tea. Oh, I'll take that all day long. Well, this is this is the last week of summer. And I just want to say one last thing, too. Tea is very expensive. It makes a lot of sense to bring your own pack. Like, I bring boxes of tea in. Just... I thought it was free. I thought the tea was free up here. Well, the tea up here is nasty. Oh. Yeah, it's not the best green tea. It's pretty terrible. Might be green dye. No. All right. <laughs> Might be green dye and some it was water. Free. All right. What's, how, how was everybody's weekend? Oh, my gosh. My weekend was crazy. I feel like I didn't stop working. But I was in Atlanta. We had this Red Bull sound clash. It's called Culture Clash. It was a battle. Four different bands. Uh, Cranium actually won. Reggae artist Cranium. He beat Zaytoven. But it was a one of the best events I've ever been to. So if you guys have never been to a nice. sound clash, they originate in Jamaica. But it was a huge battle. Everybody brings out special guests. You have dub plates. And you actually, like, kind of diss each other over these dub plates. Now, who beat Zaytoven? Uh, cranium. Oh, okay. Reggae artist. Yeah, so right. it, but it is a Jamaican thing, and Cranium is Jamaican. Exactly. But he Pandering. won in the last minute. He had major hype with him on stage. Oh, yeah. That's like and he then cheated. He, I'm going to tell you what made him win. He brought out Mavado. See, he cheated. At the last minute. But that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. But, you know, Zaytoven brought out Young Dolph. I was like, oh, that's it. Yeah. It was a, a pretty great event. And then I had a really exciting time because I launched my new business this weekend at Afropunk Festival in Brooklyn. So it's called Drink Fresh Juice. It's a subscription-based juice business. And it went so well, they actually asked us to join the rest of the Afropunk tour with Toyota. So shout out to Nice. Them. All right. Well, uh, shout to everybody that came out to the uh, the backpack giveaway. We did a backpack giveaway. Gave away 10,000 backpacks. 
Sunday morning, we drove to different locations. We started off at Juices for Life in Yonkers and just hit several locations, just giving kids backpacks. And then I do my class. It's a real estate class where we teach people how to get into real estate. You know, uh, there was a lot of young people, 18 years old to 60 years old, just teaching them how to get into real estate, how to invest, what to look for, just how to help them out. For instance, um, you know, every time I created an LLC, I always went through my accountant or my lawyer to do it. And they always charged me like $750 to $1,000. But I don't know, a lot of people don't know that you can actually do that yourself online. It only yeah. costs $125. And it's really easy to do. Mm-hmm. And so they just, have all these websites available that actually walk you through it. All you have to do is fill out the forms. Right. So, you know, just teaching people how to do those type of things. Those were things I didn't know, but, you know, somebody had to teach me. So we're just teaching them things like that and how to, you know, get into the real estate game without spending as much money or a lot of money. So it was a great course. Well, congratulations to y'all, because I didn't do none of that this damn weekend, I okay? saw you at Angie Martinez's barbecue. That's right. I was out, all right? I was shocked. I went. To, I pulled up to Angie Martinez's barbecue, mm-hmm. to the legend Angie Martinez, and then other than that, I watched Netflix all goddamn weekend, That's all right? right? Yeah, you I kept watched... saying you weren't coming out. I was like, look who just walked in. Uh, you know, I don't like to announce my... my my moves. Okay. <laughs> I saw Proud Mary this weekend on Netflix. I saw the after party on Netflix. I watched Power this weekend. Nice. I watched Insecure. Okay. okay. I wasn't home at all. We went to Fat Joe's birthday party yeah, happy last birthday night Happy birthday to also. Fat Joe. Uh, I, I, Joey was, Crack. Happy birthday. it was also Black Girls Rock over the weekend, and that was amazing, but I'll tell you about that I, later. I got invited to that, that Fat Joe's thing with no Amazing. It was, was nice. I was out two nights in a row. You would have loved it. At SWV performed. Keith Sweat, I heard. Keith Sweat performed. Ja Rule performed. You know what I did on Sunday? What's that? Got out to bed. Ate breakfast and then went to sleep on the couch. Drop on the clues bombs for me, damn it. Oh, no. Fat Joe's birthday party. We had an amazing time last night. We'll tell you more about that. And then we got front page news. Yes, this is some tragic news. Two people were killed in a Jacksonville video game tournament. Also, rest in peace to uh, John McCain. All right, we'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. What are we talking about, Yee? Well, rest in peace to six-term U.S. Senator from Arizona, John McCain. He actually was a presidential nominee for Republicans back in 2008, and he ran uh, with Sarah Palin in the vice presidential back uh, and lost to Obama, and later on said that he regretted having Sarah Palin as his partner who he ran with, but he actually made the decision to stop medical treatment after he was battling brain cancer for about a year. And shortly after they announced that he did pass away, they did say that age was a factor Mm. in his decision to stop treatment, and he had surpassed expectations for survival. Yep. Now, he said specifically he did not want Donald Trump to attend his funeral. And what was great about him was that he actually did, even though he was a Republican, kind of cross over those lines. If you guys remember, he actually, after he got diagnosed with brain cancer, cast a deciding vote that killed Donald Trump's attempt to repeal Obamacare. And it was a huge surprise, but he did make sure that he came back to vote. It was a deciding vote that he had. So he was very respected in the Senate, even sometimes breaking from the Republican ranks when he felt like it was more important for him to do what was right than just to be a Republican. Well, he evolved over the years because, I mean, at one point he did vote against making Martin Luther King Jr. Jr.'s uh, birthday and national holiday. So he, he did evolve from that, though. Now, Donald Trump did used to mock uh, John McCain during his presidential campaign. He mocked, him, he mocked him for being a prisoner of war. Now, if you guys notice, he did used to walk with a limp. And actually, while he was battling... Back in 1967, he was captured after his bomber was hit by a missile. The force was so violent, he broke his right leg and both arms. He said he was held in a prison camp where he was beaten every two or three hours by guards over the course of several days. And that's why he had a visible limp when he would walk and he couldn't raise either arm above his shoulders. 
So rest in peace to John McCain. He was 81 years old. Now I wonder if it's more fun to ban someone from your funeral or is it better to record a video of you calling out, calling them out at your funeral for being there knowing they didn't mess with you when you was alive? Nah, you ban them. Now, I don't know, man. Imagine recording a video and then they come to your funeral and you play the video and you put them on blast for the world to see at your funeral. So you want to be petty in death? Why not? That's kind of it. It's, not, be, it's not about being petty. Friends there, like why? Like That's why concentrate necessary. on him? Nah, it ain't necessary. Why it's not, not about. It's not about nah, what just you did. Him out like. of You're a public servant. The Donald Trump comes and you 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 put Donald Trump on blast for but all the effort. Bigger than that, you're a family man your with five children your, your and your friends wife. Are there. You know, hey, you don't want to. You don't be petty. You think McCain doesn't still want Donald Trump to be called out even in death? So yeah, you call him out one last time yourself for the world to see. Not on his funeral. Not at his funeral. You know what? Send it to world stars. But y'all the same people that like to block people on Instagram. Not me. I like this. I like them to see me. You shine cut instead. your comments off a couple of days. I did that once just to, but I to pissed him off. Yeah. Because I saw Floyd Mayweather do that. Mm-mm. Okay. Now let's move on and talk about two people who were killed in a shooting at a Jacksonville video game tournament. This was sad. David Katz. He was a 24-year-old gamer from Baltimore, Maryland. He was in Jacksonville for the tournament. On Sunday, he bought a gun in the venue. He opened fire and killed two people, and then he committed suicide. He turned the gun on himself. They have not released a possible motive, but he did win the Madden tournament back in 2017, according to multiple gamers. So. They don't know what that motive is for that yet, but two people were killed. Other people were injured as well. And everything was captured on an online stream of the event. It was posted on Twitch. Once the uh, gunshots started, that's when the game abruptly stopped and now, people were screaming. Now, did he come in there just to kill people or were they talking slick to each other while playing? I think he or lost. He I lose? think he lost. He lost and got upset. Damn. Yeah, they don't have the motive as of yet. We don't know what his plan was. I mean, the fact that he even had a gun in the venue with him. It is crazy. We don't know what that was about yet, but they're still investigating. All right. Well, that's front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent. Hit us up right now. Four lines are wide open. Or if you feel blessed and you want to spread some positivity, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Get it. Pick up the mother, mother phone and dial. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So you better have the same energy. Yeah. Hello, who's this? Yo, what's up, DJ? Envy, this is JoJo, man. I'm from, uh, I, I work at Power 96.5 in Lansing, man. We love y'all, man. Thank you, bro. Appreciate Salute that. Salute to Lansing. We appreciate the love. For sure, for sure. Hey, y'all need to get me on the show, Real Talk. You on for the what? show now? Yeah, y'all need to get me on the show. Go ahead and fly for me what? out. I'll come up on the show. Fly you out. Fly you yeah. out. Why should we fly you out and put you on the show? You ain't even tell us for I what mean, yet. Hey, hey, cause I got I got tons of ideas, man. I got tons of ideas. All right, give us one Gosh. idea. Man, I got this idea for a podcast that I'm trying to turn into a platform. Right. It's basically supposed to be like videos and everything. It's gonna be like a variety. Get out show. a podcast with video? What Charlemagne? Podcast. <laughs> no, no, no. You could do a podcast, Write that down. Charlemagne. <laughs> Matter of fact, ye, you could do a podcast, <laughs> ye. You know what? It's I think I'm gonna do a podcast, bro. Thank you. It, it's it's supposed to be a uh, platform. It starts off with a podcast and then it uh, transitions into video. All right, so- all right, all right. Man, this guy here, he swear that was a bright idea. I, like, I, everybody I, and their mama ain't already doing podcasts with videos. Hello, who's this? Lord have mercy. Monica. Monica. From Jacksonville. Hey. Oh, Monica. Good morning, you guys. Good morning. Get Jacksonville, what's happening? Um, Actually, the gaming um, shootout you just talked about, it was four people who got killed. And then um, there was a high school shootout 
that the news didn't really cover um, at one of the urban high schools here. You know, it's not going to be on the news. Um, two kids got killed, and there were over 4,000 people at the game that night. All one right, of my cousins got killed. Damn, sorry to hear I'm that. I'm sorry to hear that. Our condolences, of course. That's awful. Yeah. You know, I just want to let you guys know that so it could get out. We need more people out to help with this crime and get everybody, get these students here and the taken care of because it's not, it's not getting better. It's a shootout almost every year. Okay, Mama. Thank you for checking I've been in. hearing that. My, uh, Lil, Lil Duval was telling me that yesterday. How them kids in Jacksonville just killing each other for no damn reason. Hello, who's this? It's Cousin Kane, man, from Wolfe, Kentucky. What's up, bro? Get it off your chest. I just want to say I'm blessed, you know, working two jobs. Actually, I just got off of work, man, but I'm tired. But I just want to say I'm blessed, working two jobs, getting everything accomplished. And I'm um, about to graduate, get, get, a, get my bachelor's next year, so... You know, I just want to say I'm blessed. Just want to spread positivity to everybody, you know? All right. Well, thank you for checking in, brother. All right. Thank you, too. Hey, Charlamagne, stay on the Knicks, man. Yes, sir. I plan to. Like a hickey. All right, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hey, it's JoJo. I'm calling you back because I'm trying to intern. That's uh, what I'm trying uh, to do. Hey, JoJo, oh, man, you should have thought about that when you first called up here. See, that's why you didn't call up here with no plan. Yeah. And then you also, none of the interns have asked us to fly them out to intern. Exactly. Yeah. You already got the wrong mindset, sir. Sorry, JoJo. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> first impressions yeah. are the Bye. first impressions of everything, Bye. bro. Yeah. Hello, who's this? Yeah, what's going on, Evie? Good morning, Angela. Good morning, Sean. Good morning. What's up, what's up brother? Get it off your yeah, chest. It's Rick, it's, it's Rick from Brooklyn. So uh, just now I was calling in to talk about John McCain and talk about, you know, you know we should, Charlamagne, you say all the time that we should give um, white people credit for using their white privilege. He did do that, you know, especially in the last days of his um, his, his, um, his um, career. But he had a chance to slander Obama when people were calling him a Muslim and stuff like that. And there's a video out when he was telling this lady in the crowd that he's not a... He's not a Muslim, and he's actually a really good guy. And that's kind of the reason why he kind of lost the election during that time, because he, he refused to slander Obama using, you know, you know dirty tactics. Yeah, the guy, the guy called him an Arab. I mean, listen, his, his views definitely yeah. evolved. His views definitely uh, evolved because he and definitely... Yeah, we, and we always talk about people evolving. Yeah, because he definitely yeah, did vote against I, Martin Luther King's holiday back in the day about making it a yeah, national he, holiday. He changed along the way, and he could have been a dirtbag, but he didn't. But I got upset just now, too, because I, I had a great week with my family in Maryland. And I drove back, and I lost all my lunch money for the week. Like, I can't find $100 I had in my pocket. So now Damn. I'm tight. So, oh, man, I'm having a horrible day now. I'm sorry so, to hear that. Sorry That's for you, bro. That's so annoying. I hope you find uh, it. Yeah, you just lose I, $100. I, I, I hope so. A, a whole $100, bro. A whole 100 You don't got he a wallet? He might have misplaced it. Bobby! Yo, what up? What up, baby? What's going on? Why are you mad, Bobby? Nah, I'm mad, yo. My girl is trying to mess up. Yo, my girl got tight. Because I paid for my child's mother's breast job. Now understand, my child's what? mother and I be mm-hmm. mad cool, cool to the point to where if you don't know it's your century brother and sister, we cool like that. So you know my child's mother's gonna get it done. So I'm like, all right, cool, I got you. My girl, Sandra. She should spend. Yeah, she has yeah, every right that's to be a mad little at weird. That, you sir. shouldn't be paying for another woman's breast job. Yeah, that sounds yeah. a little crazy, sir. Nah, nah, nah. Come on. Not if she knew how close my child's mother and nah, I. Nah, be. The, the breast is a little bit too personal. Would you like you it if your if your woman paid for her ex boyfriend's penis to get extended? Now you see, I don't know, Angela. It's too early to 
Logic. It makes sense, though. It they have sense. penis extension surgery. Do they have penis extension I'm surgery? Sorry. Yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, I've never heard do. of that. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, you have some penis inside of you that they Thank could you. pull some of that out. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought that was just called being stuck. That's why you like it so much when people play with your. My. So Charlamagne has penis inside of him. So do you. You definitely got penis inside you. I had nine and a half inch dildos. We'll never forget. Hashtag never forget. All right? I'm, go, I'm going to Human Resources. We'll that never forget 9-5. I'm going to Human Resources. Same way we won't ever forget 9-11. We'll you never get 9-5. You guys Google Part of your penis is inside of you. I didn't know that. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. Now we got rumors on the way, E. Yes, and this is something we definitely want to vent about this morning. Let's talk about Serena Williams and a ban on Serena Williams to tell you what they're banning just for her. And Roland Martin will be joining us this morning. We'll kick it with Roland Martin in a little bit. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get Monday. to these rumors. It's, it's, it's Monday. It's Monday, okay? It's Monday. I'm so, oh, it's so bad out there. I woke up this morning. I was late. I just threw on a hoodie, ran to work, and then I, I listened to the news. They said it's going to be a heat wave. So I don't know why I got this hoodie on. But anyway, my, my, my dumb ass got a denim jean jacket on. Like, it ain't going to be 90-something degrees today. 90 degrees. But well, anyway, I have on shorts. You, you knew Because I watched smart. the weather this morning. You sure did. Well, let's talk, get to these rumors. Let's talk who got a $6 million buyout. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela, Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. Well, Jamil Hill is leaving ESPN after 12 years working there. Now she's getting, according to reports, a $6 million buyout. Wow. That's right. That means now she can invest in herself, empower other people. And ESPN basically wanted to make sure that she doesn't talk about it. Exactly. That's the buyout. I don't know what went on over there, but she got $6 million. Now, according to James Miller, he's the one that really broke the story on Twitter. Coming September 1st, an amicable departure buyout for Jamil Hill from ESPN. Been a long time coming. The departure comes after meetings she requested with ESPN President Pitaro. Uh, you know, it's a gutless move from ESPN. You know, mm-hmm. all these networks have these culturally clueless corporate executives who are just a bunch of sneaky Trump supporters, and they can't have anyone telling the truth about their guy because that's what Jamel was doing. And then, you know, uh, I saw the ESPN president say he wants his anchors to talk less about politics. Well, how, why won't you tell a president to talk less about sports? Right. If the president talks that? less about sports, then, talking the, about the NFL. then the anchors won't have to talk about the president. Now, how do y'all feel if she takes the money? She should she take is the, money. the money. She uh-huh. can take the money. She's and she, leaving. And she don't have to speak bad about ESPN because that's what we for. Right. Can do that. And then he she can, can go ahead and now ESPN. use that money to do some other That's fantastic right. things. Oh, I so. think she should take it. You I know can't. Me. I can't stand that. Like mm-hmm. I hate when they invest in people like you know Jamel Hill, knowing what type of personality she is. She's outspoken. She's gonna speak her mind. But then as soon as she says something that doesn't align with your values or your views, you get upset on her Twitter. And how can you be mad when she's talking against racist bigots? Well, she was there for 12 <laughs> years, so I wonder if we'll ever know what happened. But mm-hmm. shout out to Bassip for that exclusive. Now, is the is the uh, is the is the can she not talk forever? Or is it just for? Yeah, I'm sure forever. Six million, you can't talk. And ever. I don't think she's even allowed to say that she got a buyout. This right. is just she information. Can't say nothing. She's not the one putting it out there. Oh yeah, I mean yeah, I saw that everywhere yesterday though. That right. she was going, they had to pay for the last two years of her contract. It should be a non-compete where she could go anywhere she wants. They got to get rid of the non-compete. But drop one of the clues bonds with Jamel Hill. She's super talented, so she'll be fine. But I just can't stand these sneaky Trump supporters that be in these networks and be posing as just regular corporate executives and they really be trying to kick your back in as soon as you say something bad about their guy. 
All right, now let's talk about all these home break-ins, all these burglaries in L.A. Uh, Christina Milian, she's one of the latest victims. She actually, her and her boyfriend were away, and the burglar alarm was on, so the thieves actually managed to still get in and beat the whole security and the LAPD and all of that. They made off with somewhere between one hundred and two hundred thousand dollars worth of one hundred thousand dollars worth of things. Who steals from Christina Milian? Higher, but I think her boyfriend is is. is yeah, he's a famous. A uh, yeah, he's he's pretty rich. Singer songwriter out in France. Oh, so they're stealing from him. And they live together. I'm just so, trying to make sure, yeah, because if I was going to take a penitentiary chance, I don't think Christina Milian would be high on my well, list. Well, they stole jewelry and watches, and they managed to get $100,000 worth of stuff. So. Let me Google her net worth. Bro. All right, now, Demi oh, Lovato also was almost a victim as well. They said a group of these were arrested shortly after uh, news broke that she was out of the hospital mm-hmm. and at a rehab facility. Now, they're saying that they found electronic communications among this crew of thieves that they were planning to hit up her house while she was away at rehab. Christina Milian got a net worth of $4.5 million. Okay, I can see why you would try to... Now, with Khalifa also was a victim early Saturday morning. There was fortunately a house sitter that was there to scare off the burglars before they did too much damage, but two men wearing hoodies broke glass and entered his home as well. They said no property was taken as far as they know. The only damage so far is that broken glass. Well, Demi Lovato got a net worth of $33 million. Wiz Khalifa got a net worth of $45 million. Okay, carry on, burglars. No, no don't no, carry on. They did a couple of dogs. I, I mean not, it like that, but I'm just saying. You, that's you, awful. You're talking in the right people. I got a two dogs. I got another dog now. I'm getting anxiety now. I got another crazy. gun. I, I and got they know that, that Wiz, they know that Wiz is on tour, so clearly they're targeting right. people as I, soon as they look on social media and see what you're doing. If you're not home, what's the gun gun do? I asked this a few weeks ago, though. Mm-hmm. Why is it so easy to find celebrities' addresses in L.A.? It's and, why, and, and why do they feel like they can just pull up? Like it's anywhere. If you have any piece of mail that goes to your house, people can track that. Are people getting arrested for these crimes? Yeah. Actually, with Demi Lovato, the people were arrested. That's how they found out that they were planning to hit up her house because of the electronic communications through the people that were arrested. Mm. All right, now, Serena Williams has been banned from wearing her black cat suit at the French Open. They said that it's not acceptable in next year's installment because of a new dress code they've implemented. They also what? said that Serena's outfit, for example, would no longer be accepted, according to French Tennis Federation president in an interview with Tennis Magazine. They said that uh, this dress code won't be as strict as Wimbledon, but they do have some limits. At Wimbledon, you have to wear all white. They said they're looking to... Of course, to you can wear all white. I know. Collections ahead of next year's tournament. Now, here's what Serena Williams had to say. We already talked. So, like I said, we have a great relationship. So, we talked yesterday, and everything's fine, guys. <laughs> I've since found other methods. And when it comes to fashion, you don't want to be a repeat offender. So, <laughs> it'll be a while before this even has to come up again. <laughs> and what was the reason? They're saying it's just inappropriate gear. It's a, a cat suit, and they felt like it was too tight. But isn't she always wearing tight stuff on the court? Like, I don't, I'm confused. Not a, not a, a, a I guess not the leggings and everything. I've never seen that on her. Like yeah, and she actually dedicated her outfit when she wore that black cat suit. If you have Revolt TV, you can see it. All the moms out there that had a tough pregnancy and have to come back and try to be fierce in the middle of everything, that's what this represents. You can't beat a cat suit. I doubt it's her cat suit. It's probably her body that they're afraid of. Right, and Nike actually showed their support. They said you can take the superhero out of her costume, but you can never take away her superpowers. Hashtag just They probably tied to Serena, period, to be honest with you. Like, man, this black woman has been dominating our beautiful white sport all these years. That reminds me. Can we please get us a new white champion? Remember the NBA when they they banned black sneakers at one time? You can only wear white sneakers, and then they started allowing the players to wear black sneakers? Mm -mm. They did that one time. I don't remember that. I don't remember that one. Mm -hmm. All right, well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Rumor Report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Now, when we come back, we got front-page news. What are we talking about? 
Uh, we are going to be talking about Jacksonville. We'll tell you the unfortunate situation that happened in Jacksonville that they are still investigating. All right. We'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Has Drake it's- gotten a scripper pregnant in New York yet? He's been here all weekend, right? He's been here all week. Uh, not that I know of, oh, okay. but let's get in some front page news. What are we talking about, Yee? We're talking about a shooting in Jacksonville. Two people were killed, and then the shooter actually ended up committing suicide and turning the gun on himself at a video game tournament. This was, like I said, in Jacksonville. Now, it was a Madden tournament, and David Katz is a 24-year-old gamer. He's from Baltimore, Maryland. He was there just for the tournament, and he went and brought a gun into the venue and opened fire. What they're saying is that he was eliminated right before he went and got the gun and killed two other people. The witnesses who did not want to be identified by name, said that um, he didn't know the shooter's identity, but that there were multiple guys who were upset at being eliminated from the event. The whole thing was actually captured on an online stream that was posted on Twitch. Right after the shots were heard, the game abruptly stopped. Damn. And and then it was the shooting at the high school in Jacksonville, too, right? Mm -hmm. They said the guy walked up on somebody, shot him in the head, and said, one down, two more to go, and just walked off. Terrible, terrible. So our condolences to everybody who was affected by these senseless murders. All right, and rest in peace to John McCain. He died at the age of 81. He had been diagnosed with brain cancer, and he just recently decided to stop medical treatment. After a year-long battle, the family said age was a factor in his decision to stop treatment, and he had surpassed expectations for survival. Now, if you guys remember, he actually returned after he returned to do the deciding vote that uh, stopped President Trump's attempt to repeal Obamacare just a week after his brain cancer diagnosis. He had to show up. A lot of times he broke from the Republican ranks when he felt that principle was more important than what party you were tied to. I'm not going to front, man. I, I like the fact that he's banning Donald Trump from his funeral, but I really was thinking this weekend, is it better to ban your enemy from your funeral or is it better to record a video you a video of you calling them out? and play it at your funeral. Donald Trump probably wasn't going to go anyway. You don't think he'd have pulled up? Ban him? Nah, he wasn't going. Yeah, I don't think he would have. Banning is cool, man. But imagine just doing one last video at your funeral and just putting him on blast for the world to see, letting the world know how much of an F boy this man was. I wouldn't even want to give somebody I don't mess with attention at my funeral. Not at the funeral with your family. I'd rather, I want you I'd at rather, my funeral. Put on a world star or something. I'd rather say great things to people time. that I love. I don't want anybody remembering. I want you to see Barack give this banging ass eulogy because you'll never get that at yours. And if you have T-Mobile, they reveal that hackers have stolen millions of customers' personal data again. So just letting you guys know if you have T-Mobile, just make sure that you change whatever passwords that you have. If your social security number was involved, anything like that, credit card information. They said that there was an unauthorized access to certain information. And some people ended up getting that notice to let you know that your information may have been exposed. So just giving y'all that heads up if you have T-Mobile. All right. Well, thank you. That is front page news now. Let's open up the phone line. Let's have some fun. Let's be a little petty Monday morning. That's cause, I'm serious because I've really been thinking about this, man. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it's more fun to ban someone from your funeral or is it better to record a video of you calling them out well, let's at open your up, funeral? Let's open up the phone line. 800-585-1051. Let's be a, a little petty. Now, if somebody you didn't like comes to your funeral, right, would you rather ban them or give them that last little bit of negativity, Cause, pettiness cause ban- before you really, really go. Because well, banning, banning is petty. Right. But recording a video calling them out for bringing their funky ass to the, your funeral, knowing they didn't mess with you, and playing the video at your funeral is another level of petty that's better than banning, bro. See, 
See, how disrespectful would you get? Super. Donkey of the day at the funeral. Donkey of the day for whatever day I you die. You can't do that, man. Why not? You got kids and family members there, man. And they're going to laugh. They're going to be like, that's my daddy. That's my that daddy. That was my husband right oh, there. Man, people be that crying. was my friend. That's exactly upset. what I expect. Uh, well, let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. How petty would you get? Would you just ban him? Or would you leave your own video really, really getting in their ass? And John McCain is a special case because Donald Trump is the current sitting president. So imagine he comes there. It's like it's like Donald Trump will never attend the White House Correspondents' Dinner because he don't like to get roasted. Right. But he's at that funeral. John McCain can be the first person to roast him because like he can't at a White leave. House Correspondents' Dinner. Exactly. He can't walk out. Exactly. He's sitting down. Everybody's That's there. That's what I'm saying. Imagine that video. That video would rip at his funeral. Oh, my goodness. 800-585-1051. Phone lines are wide open. What would you do? How petty would you get? Would you leave a video or would you just ban them? Call us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, rest in peace to Senator McCain. He passed away over the weekend. Yes. Now, Donald Trump is banned from the funeral. Second funeral that Donald Trump's been banned from. He was banned from uh, George Bush's mom's funeral. Mm-hmm. What was her name? Barbara, Barbara Bush. Bush. Mm-hmm. Yes. And now this one. So Charlemagne thinks that they should unban him. Yeah, I mean, I'm just wondering. I was thinking about it this week, and I wonder if it's more fun to ban someone from your funeral or is it better to record a video of you calling them out at your funeral? You know what I'm saying? Like, especially in the case of John McCain. John McCain doesn't like anything about Donald Trump, didn't like Donald Trump's policies, didn't like what he st- stood for. So imagine Donald Trump showing up to this funeral and getting roasted by John McCain on a video screen. Because you know Donald Trump doesn't go to no White House correspondence, Dennis. Because right. he wants to avoid the roast. John McCain will get that one last chance to roast him in front of the world. I think that would be way more amazing. Okay. I See, I'm, I'm, I'm against that. I, I just say, you know what, ban him. You ain't got to deal with him. You know, you don't want your family to deal with him. You just don't want him near around your family. Like, just keep him and his energy out of my but, funeral. But banning him is like blocking him from your social media. Don't you want him to see you shining? Tom McCain's funeral going to be popping. Popping. My goodness. Well, of course, you know, I wouldn't ban somebody from my funeral. First of all, Donald Trump wasn't going to go anyway because I don't think he was too fond of John McCain either. So you could do all that and do the video. And for what? I'd rather focus my energy on people that love me and who I love. Mm. It's a celebration of life. I don't want to have anything to do with people that I didn't mess with in real life. So I'd rather focus on that. There's going to be children, small children there. His kids are going to be there. I'm sure they'd much rather you spend that time and energy on them but that's the and thing, people though. that you care about than someone you don't care about. Why am I even wasting my energy or thought on anybody that I'm not thinking about? Well, I ain't got too much energy. But that's dead, the thing. Exactly. If you, if you know me. When you're alive, if you're, you know, that's energy. When you're alive, if you're filming something. If you know me and you know my life, then let me do one last video and I can tell everybody I loved him and all that too. But I can give you a few bars. Nah. Like, and this bum-ass Negro gonna just pull up to my funeral and sit in the front row and act like he messed with, messed with me. I feel we like don't, don't mess even, with you. I feel like you don't even deserve any bars. You don't deserve it. If, if you're giving I'm them really bars in life, why not give them bars in death? Nah, let them go. Maritza! Yes. What would you do, Maritza? I would definitely just ban them. I would have a, a funeral guest list. Everybody would know what the guest list was, so they would know that they are not invited. But I wouldn't even want that negative energy at my funeral. I'm with you. Thank you, Mama. Dominique! Yes? What would you do, Mama? Oh, my gosh. I'm recording the video, and then at the end, I'm like, put them out! <laughs> oh, no, that's good. So you're going to record oh, a video and think about that. I'm recording the video. I'm recording the video with names and all, social security numbers, all of that. Now get them out of here. No, that's good. And then after they kick them out and drag them out, you're like, now let's party. See, Turn up. You can't kick the president out, though. You can't, Why can't you, you kick the president you out? Can't, we, we, how you going to get him out? It's your Bye. Funeral. 
security, security. escort him out? Yes. You think security going to escort the president out? Yes, him and Secret Service. Yes. You're not wanted here. Oh, my goodness. And guess what? If you don't leave, the video will just keep going, and I'll just keep talking. My All goodness. Right. Thank you, Dominique. Y'all so petty. I like that. Guys. 800-585-1051. Rest in peace to Senator McCain. He passed away over the weekend. Of course, Donald Trump is banned from his funeral. Charlemagne says, nah, don't ban him. Don't do, ban him. Do a little video record right, before you, right before he comes. and well, you can't No, right record the video. Record the video. And one, in the middle of the funeral, we have John McCain's last words. And John McCain, big up his family. Throw some bars at Donald My Trump. You know what I'm saying? Let him know he's been an F-boy from the start. My goodness. You know what I'm saying? And that's that. My goodness. All right. 800-585-1051. What would you do? It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, uh, you should know in Front Page News, we reported, of course, that Senator McCain passed away over the weekend. And Donald Trump is banned from his funeral. Now, Charlemagne says, well, we shouldn't ban him that he should actually be allowed in, and McCain should have just left a video just getting at Donald that's, Trump. That's it, man. Like, you know, why ban someone from your funeral? You know what I'm saying? Like, you let, let them pull up to your social media. I mean, let them pull up to your funeral so they can see you shine. It's just like when you block somebody on social media. When you block somebody on social media, you're stopping them from seeing you shine, bruh, bruh. No, they're so, not. So, they're going to make a fake page. So, so, But listen, let them pull up to your funeral, record a video, calling them out on all his F-boy antics, and then you put them on blast for the world to see because Donald Trump never shows up to White House Correspondents Dennis because he don't want to get roasted. John McCain will get that chance to do what every comedian has wanted to do since Donald Trump been in the White House. Man, if I don't mess with you, you just don't exist to me. I'm with you. I ain't, I ain't, that ain't mess with you. But, don't come to my funeral. But man. we know that's not true because John McCain used to call Trump out when Trump was alive. That's why I'm saying. His case is a special case. You know what I'm saying? This is a chance to put Donald Trump on blast in front of the whole world. All right. Well, let's go to the phone lines. Xavier. What's up, DJ Envy, man? What's up, bro? What's good, baby, man? How you doing, man? Okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. This don't, ain't shoot your shot, bro. We do shoot your shot on Tuesday. You, try, <laughs> you sound like you're trying to jump in Envy jeans. Yeah, that sound a little crazy. <laughs> Y'all remember me? Yeah, we can hear you. Ain't we talking to you? Didn't I just reply to you? Now, what's up, Charlotte, man? Man, you always giving somebody a hard time, man, but you a tight motherfucker, man. You got a tight butt? What? Hard time. He ain't saying nothing about my butt. Oh, sorry, I heard tight. Anyway, can you, can you, what are you talking about, sir? <laughs> Xavier, what would you do, man? How you doing, Angela Yee? Hey, how are you, sir? What's up? Um, are you going to answer the question? No sexiness for you, Yee. I, would, I wouldn't deal with that, man. I would just ban him or, or just record that Or Yeah, I ain't got time to deal with no beef or nothing. I ain't got time for that, You'd be man. dead. you like, yeah, uh, you know what? You definitely I, have no time. You're not going to let them jokes fly one last time at the funeral? No slander? You can't let that chopper fly with some slander one last time? Doc! Good morning, good morning, good morning. Doc, turn your radio down, bro. What would you do, Doc? Yeah. I don't think... Really, you can make that decision unless you making writing your wills before you die. You know, not too many of black people writing wills before we pass away. You got to pre-plan it. That's what we say. Would you pre-plan it? If you know you was about to die, you had cancer or something like McCain, would you record it beforehand so when he got there, you gave him that ether? Yes, John McCain already uh, let that. John McCain has banned Donald Trump from his funeral, sir. On that, on that note, I don't think I will have to do it because my people's already gonna hold me down. Like they'll be looking forward to it. Like, what you gonna jump the president, man? Yes. <laughs> All right. If need well, be. Goodbye, man. <laughs> you gonna can't jump the president, <laughs> Christina. Hey. Hey, Mama. What would you do now? If I was a part of that funeral, I would invite Trump there, and I would put him like on the fourth row. In the middle of the row, between all of the praying church ladies, so he can't get out, and I would roast him. Mm. Definitely. Let me ask you a question: Why won't he be able to get out with all the praying <laughs> church ladies? 
come on, Charlamagne. You know you from the south. First they, of all, I, I just want—I'm just making sure I ain't the only petty person in here. Right. Right. <laughs> so all the bread church ladies is over 300 pounds, is what you're telling me. There you go. Oh, you, wow. My goodness. I'm not having that. I'll be okay. All, all right, right. Thank you, right. Mama. You're right. What's the moral of the story, guys? The moral of the story is rest in petty. God damn it. Okay. I'm not banning you from my funeral. I want you to pull up to my funeral so I can play this video of me roasting your bum ass one last time and letting the world know that you was never nothing. All right? Let the world know the truth. You don't want me to shine. You study my rhymes. All right? That's what I would do. And drop one of Clues Moms with Fendi, because I keep thinking about Fendi for some reason this morning. What Fendi? Fendi, man. Fendi, um... Fabs manager? Yes, because Fendi Why? posted one time a long time ago. Fendi said... I just pulled up to one of my biggest haters' funerals to make sure he was dead. <laughs> oh my gosh! He took a picture at the funeral, I see him do that. I and see I him just do that. always I'm thinking about that. I don't want somebody that enjoys the fact that I'm dead. You know what I mean? That's but that's the reason you got to do a video. Because imagine if somebody would have did a video and called Fendi out. I don't know what you here for, Fendi. You know we didn't get along. <laughs> that's what you got to do. I'd be like, well, I really affected that person. Job done. My goodness. Mission accomplished. We got rumors on the way. They're they're, di- they're dead and they're still thinking about me. <laughs> uh, yes, let's talk about apologies. Find out what apology just happened over the weekend that. Should have been a long time coming. Now pay that man his money. All right, we'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Birdman. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. Rumor, rumor, rumor. On The Breakfast Club. So listen up. Well, there was a lot of activity over the weekend as far as performances and concerts and events. But Louisiana Fest was in New Orleans on Saturday, and Birdman was on stage with Lil Wayne, and this happened. I knew this day was going to come, but I didn't know when it was going to come. But this is the right here, and I wanted to apologize to my worldwide to let them know that you're that put his life in my hands, and I'm going to keep it real with that. To the day we die. Yeah, I mean, the apology, cool, but where my money at, though? <laughs> Can I get my money? Pops? But, you know, him and Wayne then perform Still Fly, so I guess the two of them are, are working on things between them. You know, Wayne has two Birdman and cash money for $51 million, and we, of course, would love for him to get his money. And also the Carter Five, that album still hasn't been released, and it was recorded back in 2014. Mm. So what's going to happen with that? Is that music still going to be able to be put out now? I mean, it's actually kind of a, uh, I'm not going to say an easy fix because I don't know the business, but just let Wayne get everything from the Carter. Like, don't let nobody else get any of the money. Like, Birdman don't get none of that. I think he wants more than that. I think he's deserved more than that. Oh, that's a start. A start. A start. Yeah. I don't know if it's like an ego thing. Like, what is happening? But, you know, at least the two of them are on stage together. And we mm -hmm. keep seeing them places together, but then something else happens. And since you're apologizing to Wayne, can we get an apology then? Because... He's not sorry to us. Technically... He was upset because I used to always say, why would somebody Shelby, sign the Birdman? how does into something about you? Can it, him and Wayne does, be on stage does. together? But you, because technically us? I said, why would he? Why would you sign the Birdman knowing he don't pay people, especially after what he did to Wayne? So if you're mad about that, but you apologize to Wayne, you, well, you're acknowledging well, you did something well, 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 wrong. This is not even... Listen, Birdman's going to do a video. He doesn't want you at his funeral. Apologizing to Wayne <laughs> is acknowledging you did something wrong, right? Right. All right, then. So you can't be mad at the people who called you out on Well, he called me and apologized to me. He, oh. he apologized to ye. Oh, well, I'm blocked on this Twitter. You're, you're still blocked. I'm fine with that. But Charlamagne <laughs> wants an apology <laughs> no, as I well. No, I I really You I'm, just said that. No, I was joking, ye. Oh, my gosh. I thought you were very serious. No, I Can you please less. apologize to Charlamagne? No. 
<laughs> All right, Faison Love is being sued by his ex-personal assistant, Tashiana Luke. She is saying that he was making unwanted sexual advances toward her. She actually got hired in June 9th of 2016 and quit two weeks later. She said that he would send video. He sent her a video showing a young woman performing oral sex on him and said, what do you think? And that he would regularly say things like, your ass looks nice in those pants and also say, you know you need your tuition paid saying that she should perform sexual favors Why do I feel like we asked him about that? In return for employment. So now she's suing him for that. So after 17 days of working there, it came to an end. All right. Now, Drake and Migos, they've been in New York, and on Saturday was day two of their four days at the Garden, and then I believe they have three more shows out here. I think they got eight shows in total, I thought they oh, had I thought it was seven, the area. But, but yeah, I'm not sure the number, but they have a lot, and I heard they're all sold out. Mm-hmm. But the uh, Migos brought out Cardi B. She had her first performance since having a baby for day two of their seven-night um, New York tour. Yeah, seven-nights New York tour run, and she did motorsport. So it was a lot of energy in the building for that. All right, and Life Jennings. There's all kinds of drama going on with him and one of his children's mothers. Now he posted, this is the ish I got to deal with, lying to your own son. This is child abuse. Pathetic when you try to tear your own son down to make yourself feel better and sent this to me. Worst mother ever. And this isn't the first time my little man should have better than this. I'm effing shaking. I'm so mad right now. I would never do that. Don't ever do this to a child. And here's the video he posted. I'm sorry, daddy said he got five other kids. He don't want you. That's what he said. He said he got five other kids, so he don't care. So he left. So you just want to hang out with mommy? Don't make Damn. your child feel terrible just because you don't get along with the dad. Yeah, daddy don't want you. That's crazy. That sounds crazy. I mean, what? did life actually say that, though? Even if he did say that, you shouldn't say that to your kid. If it's the truth, you got to tell the truth why daddy ain't well, around, right? Well, you see, he's really mad and he's shaking and he's saying this is child abuse, so... Who's saying it's child abuse? Life? Life Jennings. Okay. Oh, yeah, because I'm sure life probably didn't say anything like that. Now, if it's, if you're just saying that to the kid because you want the kid to be mad at the father, then that is definitely child abuse. But even if the dad said that, I wouldn't... I wouldn't tell that to a kid. That makes a kid feel terrible for the rest of their life to feel like they're abandoned Absolutely. by their dad and like they did something wrong. Your daddy how, don't want you. How old is the kid? Oh, I'm not sure. I'm not is sure. Is he like a baby or is he like older or what? I well, she no said, idea. I'll play with you, so it makes it seem like he, he was a lot younger. I would rather know the truth about my father not there. Nah, but, you know, you, you, your dad might say something just to spite the mom or be upset with the mom. You, you don't want that out there. That I mean, the mom might say that something That has lifelong effects on how a mm. child thinks about themselves, too. You don't want to ever make a child up. feel that they're not loved. Now, I mean, the dad might, you know, be beef with the mom. Like, I don't want to hang out with him anyway today. You know, you never know what a person... Like, I wouldn't put that energy out there. Not, not for that kid. Not at that age. Not at any age. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that's your rumor report. If it's older, I maybe mean, if the kid is older, You have 18, a big announcement. 19, yeah, if the kid older. Yeah. But My anyway. not around. He don't like you. All right. Well, now we have a major announcement about to happen. And Donkey why, today. Why don't y'all tell me about the major announcement? We're going to tell you right now. Let's tell you right t- now. Let's play top of the hour and we do it. Why do I got to... Okay. You got to wait. We want your realistic reaction to this major announcement. Go. Let's go. All right. Come on. Let's, let's get it going. Let's get it going. Drum roll. Drum roll for what? I don't even know what's going on. I saw yesterday hey, when y'all posted hey, a major announcement hey, at 8 a.m. Hey, I don't even know what this hey. is. All right, and major announcement. Serious. Major announcement. It goes down October 28th. Powerhouse NYC is back. That's right. Come oh, on, you're supposed to do claps or something. Claps. Oh. Right, I'll do it again. I'll do it again. Clap for him. Powerhouse NYC is back. The concert. That's claps. All right, well.
That Drop was... one of Clues bombs for Powerhouse Danny. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, crowd noise. All right, nah. all right, October 28th is going down at the Prudential Center in Newark, all right? That's in Jersey. The Prudential yes. Center in Newark? Yes. Presented by oh. Amp Energy Organic, featuring right. performances by... Talking about why y'all got papers and I don't got no paper. Y'all really think I talk too much and I'm going to tell everybody, huh? You still talking. Juice World! I have these lucid dreams where I can't move a thing. All right, stop, stop. Don't shake your head like that. Don't shake your head. We got more. We got more. You don't know Juice World? You know Juice World. Too old for that. He performed at the VMAs. Too old for that. All right. And we also have g Easy. If I hit it one time, I'm a piper. If I hit it two times, then I like her. If I three times, I'm a white All right, stop, stop, stop. Hold on, hold on. You not too old for this, Charlamagne. I like g Easy. Everybody bring your cocaine. No, next up. stupid. You're not too old for this, young man. Who? Lil Baby. Okay, I rock a little baby. Brand new whip, got no keys. Tell them my clothes, okay. no stuff, please. Soon as I, you can go. Lee got M's in the bank, like, yes. Indeed. Okay, okay wait, and wait, wait. you know Charlemagne got a soft spot for this young lady. Who is it? Do-do-da-da. No. Boot up. All right. I don't even know. You don't love this song? I, I, I love you. I like the song. You said I got a soft one for her. I never even met her. I, I love this song. All right, stop you. It's okay. I'm Lawrence. Well, you got a soft spot. Oh, he definitely does. <laughs> you got oh. it. Let me oh. see it. You got it. Now, this is your crush. That's right. I don't have a crush Yes, now. you do. You got a crush. Yes, you do. You have a soft spot for this person. No, I don't. Yes, you do. Yes, you. He almost played the wrong one, too. I don't have a crush. Yes, you Play it, play it, play it. <laughs> Drop one of the clues bombs for the sassy savage little movie. He's so excited. Look at his face. <laughs> hey. All my fans are dead. Hey. Okay. Now we're getting excited. Juice Squirrel, G Easy, Little Baby, All right. LMI, Little Uzi Vert. Oh, LMA. Oh, sorry. LMA. See, you said Little Uzi. Now I might buy some tickets before <laughs> I would have just tried to win them. All right, all right. All, all right, 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 and. And. That's it? Wait, no. no, no. You should know this one. One mass. Since you're on the payroll. What? Play it. Drop on the cruise for Cardi B, Dad. Cardi B. The Prudential Center in Newark again. Cardi B, okay. Little Uzi Vert, okay. LMA. I said that right, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Little Baby G Easy and Juice World, and there's gonna be more to be announced, all right? But now let's do this. Tickets go on sale this Thursday. But call the 105 right now. 800 585 1051 You're going to powerhouse. Hold up, don't play nothing yet. Not only are you going to Powerhouse, we're going to fly you in. How about that? I don't know what airline, but we're going to fly you in. <laughs> we don't know how many connections. <laughs> <laughs> don't know how many connections you're going to have. You're going to be on that Four spirit connections. flight. Four connections, got to two days before. <laughs> you're getting a spirit flight. You're getting a hotel. I don't know where you're staying. <laughs> but you're gonna somewhere in Brownsville. <laughs> somewhere, somewhere Catch in Brownsville. Catch the train in North. Hey, we're going to get you there, all right? We're going to fly you in. I don't know what airline. We're going to put you up, and, and you're you going to be good money, I think. We'll get you a nice two-star hotel in Newark, all right? You good. <laughs> no. The beautiful city of Newark, we're gonna right? We're going to do better than that. 800-585-1051. Nice Call the 105 right now. You'll be at Powerhouse NYZ. 
NYC presented Where is by NYC? <laughs> NYC presented by Amp Energy Organic. All right, again, call it 105 right now, 800 585 1051. You'll be in the building to see Juice World, G Easy, Little Baby, LMA, Little Uzi Vert, and Cardi B. Charlemagne, say the gang, dunk it other Charlemagne. You are a donkey. <laughs> it's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the day does not discriminate. I might not have the song of the day, but I got the donkey of the day. So if you ever feel I need to be a donkey, man, <laughs> hit me with the heat. Yeah, it's a breakfast club, bitches. Who's donkey of the day today? I want to know why Lil Duval not performing at Powerhouse. Look, 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 look. I'm, I'm going to talk to the boss. I'm going to do a little set again and bring Lil Duval gotta out. bring Lil Duval out. I, I got to bring Lil Duval God out of my set. I got to talk to Coach. Oh, you got, you got a set? I, I got to talk to Coach. We oh, you got a things. set, too? I ain't say I got a set. I said I got to talk to Coach. <laughs> you gonna be, Lil Duval need to be at Powerhouse. I, I, I got to bring Lil Duval out. All right. Donkey today for Monday, August 27th, goes to Anthony Charles Thomas Maxwell. You may not know who Anthony is, but Anthony is a 26-year-old man who this weekend decided to go to Beyonce and Jay-Z's on run tour two show now it's a lot of things that people think of doing at beyonce and jay-z shows but being on stage is not one of them now i don't know if you're an aspiring singer or a rapper you look at that stage and you say to yourself that's gonna be me up there one day let your uncle charlotte be the first to tell you no it won't be all right f your dreams all right and when they are not your dreams beyonce and jay-z are beyonce and jay-z once in a lifetime talents and you my friend are not that now you may be on a stage one day all right, but you will never be Beyonce and Jay Z. That's just a scientific fact. But we fact, scientific fact, okay? But we're not here to talk about that. All right, we're here. We're here to talk, discuss Anthony Charles Maxwell. All right, deciding he needed to be on that stage with Beyonce and Jay Z. Now, if you watch the video, which is online right now, you see a man who is overwhelmed with a sense of entitlement. A man whose cup of privilege runneth over so much that he decided to jump on stage as the Carters were walking off, and he rushed them both. Let's go to CBS 2 NY for the report, please. Crazed fan tried to go on the run during the couple's concert in Atlanta. Beyonce and Jay-Z were walking off stage when the man in a white jersey started chasing them. Police say he approached Jay-Z and made contact with them, but that's when backup dancers and security stepped in and managed to subdue the man. A spokesperson says Beyonce and Jay-Z, they're fine. That fan has now been charged with simple battery and disorderly conduct. Now, I've seen Beyonce's dancers get in formation for various things, but I've never seen them get in formation to fight. Now, they were just a little slow to react because I think everyone was initially shocked, but boy, when they rushed that young man, it was some synchronized stomping going on. I'm sure of it. And if anyone ever deserved to get their ass kicked, it was Anthony Maxwell. I'm going to be honest with you. I think he should have been shot. All right? Not killed, just a little leg shot or something. All right? The stage is like your house. That should be a safe space for artists. I should be allowed to stand my ground on that stage. So if you bring your monkey ass up here with any ruckus, and I got armed security on that stage, pow, close-range gunshot to the leg so nobody else gets hit. All right? F that. Anthony needs to learn that it's the on-the-run two-tour, not the on-the-run on-the-stage tour. Okay? I am sick and tired of people just doing things for the sake of doing things. All right? My thing is this. Anthony, what was your plan? Okay, I love the 48 Laws of Power by Robert Greene. And Law 29 and the 48 Laws of Power simply says plan all the way to the end. The ending is everything. Plan all the way to it. Taking into account all the possible consequences, obstacles, and twists of fortune that might reverse your hard work and give the glory to others. By planning to the end, you will not be overwhelmed by circumstances and you will know when to stop. Gently guide fortune and help determine the future by thinking far ahead. Keyword thinking. Anthony, if you had thought about this law or knew about this law and ran this law through your brain just once. If you'd have thought about it just once, you wouldn't have even jumped on that stage because there was no reason for it. 
You're not going to sit here and make me believe that getting attacked by the beehive on stage is fun. All right, Anthony, you experienced on that stage what poor Carrie Hilson experiences on social media at the hands of the beehive. Send out a tweet, all right? Any of y'all, send out a tweet right now saying something negative about Blue Ivy, and I guarantee you you'll get swarmed by the beehive the way Anthony got swarmed by the beehive from running on the stage at that concert. All right, Anthony, Dr. Strange saw 14 million outcomes for you on that stage, and none of them ended well. Did you expect J&B to invite you to come have dinner with, with them and the twins? And where the hell was Ty-Ty at with the pepper spray? And where was Julius? I done seen Beyonce and Jay in one too many situations, and Julius is never nowhere to be found. At some point, Julius is going to have to bust somebody's head. If not, I'm going to start thinking he's only around because he's trying to start a sneaky modeling career. But back to Anthony, all right? He was uh, written up for a police citation for disorderly conduct, and according to a statement from the On The Run 2 tour, the Carters will not be pressing charges. And I don't know why not. As much as white people press charges on black people for every little petty thing, why are we letting this white man slide? I don't call that being racist. I call it revenge. Please give Anthony Charles Thomas Maxwell the biggest hee haw. Oh, that's. Oh, he ain't white. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. I, thought, I didn't know what he was. He's the other. <laughs> he definitely checked other on the census. This guy is you know crazy. What? I'm sorry. I'm sorry, white people. I'm just, I'm, I'm no. There I go being racist again. This guy. It's okay, Steve. But All you right. understand why I would feel that way, right? Oh, my goodness. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> Thank you for that well, kind of donkey today. What, but- is, what is Anthony? <laughs> other. Oh, he's definitely an other, right? He's other? We don't know. I still press charges on him. He looked crazy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. When we come back, Roland Martin will be joining us. Yes. We'll kick it with Roland Martin. To the people that don't know who Roland Martin is, explain. Roland Martin is a, a, a political, I would call him a political pundit. Okay. A political commentator. You know, he used to have a show on uh, TV, TV One. one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that show got canceled. But he's got a new TV show that he's coming out with. All right. Our, 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 what do y'all call it, a TV show? Yeah, it's a TV show, but I think it's going to be online. Yeah. All right. So, online show. Yes. <laughs> All right. When we come back, keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Yes, sir. The good brother. Roland Martin. Hey, hey. What's happening, my brother? Glad to be back. How are you gents doing? Oh, How's man. everything with you? Bless black and highly favored, sir. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. How did the uh, passing of Aretha Franklin affect you? Because I know y'all was friends. It was, uh, well, it was hard because I had known uh, her health was on the decline, and then I had known 10 days before the story came out wow. that she was going to die. I was in Detroit. Damn. I was in Detroit for the National Association of Black Journalists Convention. And so I found out on August on August 3rd that she was getting hospice care that Monday. Mm. And, you know, it was, it was... And I also had known for months because so the last time we had communicated was on March 17th. We would text back and forth, and so she had we had text, and she said, "You got to read me some of that gumbo." So for four months, so I, I sent her a picture of a bowl of gumbo I was eating on Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and she was like, "Oh man, that gumbo!" And then when my parents came to visit me in Virginia, we made uh, I had live streamed this gumbo we made on Christmas. Then we had called her, and we had mm-hmm. talked to her, and so for four months. Every time she texts me, she would talk, talk something else. Uh, yeah, sad to hear Dennis Edward dies. Don't you forget about that gumbo. Why you ain't getting the gumbo? And, and, Did you get what, it? No, gumbo? no, no. So so I was going to Detroit the following week for our NABJ board meeting. It was March 24th, whatever that weekend. 
and I was I was either gonna bring the gumbo, ship it, or I was gonna fly my parents to the house and actually cook it there. And that weekend, she went to the hospital because she was dehydrated. She wasn't drinking enough water, and that was the last time we communicated. Wow. And she was because I cause, and that was and, and so I would text I text her and I pulled up I text her in April, in May, in June, and she never responded, and that it never happened. So mm-hmm. Queen might respond a couple days later. But for her not to respond, mm-hmm. that's what I knew her health uh, was in decline. So it, it, so it was tough because it was, and the thing is, you know, she, we, she would just call. We would just talk about stuff. I remember, dude, it was like 1230 at night. And you can't tell a queen of soul, okay, queen, I'm sleep. <laughs> so, you know, can I call you in the morning? No, you don't yeah. tell, you know, so you, well, I don't know how long she going to talk. Yeah. So she, she went on for like 20 minutes. Uh, and so you don't like you just you stay up and go to sleep when you, when you get done. But you right. appreciate those calls now, though. Oh yeah, no, yeah, it was, yeah. but it was it was always great too. Cause like I like I never called Aretha, I always called a queen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so yeah, she would she would just text, she would just call. Uh, and then when she was canceling concerts, I think it was in November, I would hit her. I was like, hey, you okay? Mm-hmm. How's your health? Everything good? Oh, to do it, you know, she would always, you know, I'm just trying to get my strength back, getting better, and she would tell me, but she, but here's the deal, she never, she never complained. Mm. She, she didn't, she never talked about that she had pancreatic cancer. She's very private about it. So it, it was just great that she, we, we would just talk about, you know, she couldn't stand Trump, and so she talked about what the hell is he doing to this country mm-hmm. and stuff along those lines. So, but it, it was always great, uh, and, and and yeah, it was weird to sit here and again, you'd just be sitting and talking, and all of a sudden your phone ring and like. Did Aretha Franklin just call me? Wow. <laughs> you know, and just, having, and just having a regular conversation. How'd y'all meet? Like, what was... 2007, she sent an email to my agent's office, Mark Watts, and just complimenting on my work. And Mark said, hey, Roll, he's... Man, look, so we just got this email. Somebody saying it was from Aretha Franklin. What about 20 minutes later, they called to confirm we got the email. And he hit me in another email. Uh, you better hold to that email. That was actually Aretha Franklin. <laughs> that, was, that was real. And it was like, that was real. That was in 2007, because so, she was sitting on CNN. So in 2008, uh, February 2008, I'm in L.A. for the Image Awards. And she had gotten a special Image Award that year. She was in concert. So we go to the concert. Man, we, you know, we sitting. It was at Nokia, whatever they play, L.A. Live, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. So we went to the concert. Then when it was over, I was like, what the hell? Let's go backstage and see if we can meet Aretha Franklin. I'm like, she sent me this email last year. Let's we talk our way <laughs> Let's back. See if it works, right. Let's see if it works. So we go back, man. And so her guy sees me. He said, oh, absolutely. I told the queen. He said, stay in line. And it's all kind of people back there. I swear it took us an hour and a half to get to the dressing room. Wow. Really? It was that many people who were back there. Just and to so, meet her? Yeah, just yeah, to meet yeah. her. So we finally got finally got in. She goes, uh, why didn't you tell someone that you were here? She says, I would have acknowledged you from the stage. I was like, we just ain't here for the concert. I mean, we don't know hear you just hear you sing. And we're back there, and she loved Pink Hot Dog. Pink's Hot Dog. She was handing out Pink's Hot Dog to the audience. Pink's hot, what is Pink's Hot Dogs? Pink Hot Dog is like, it's like this. He's from New York. We cult, it, it is a cult thing in L.A. Okay. The queen has got on this, got, uh, this long gown. Mm-hmm. She's performing with a Pink's hat. No. <laughs> Aretha Franklin did not care. And we're just back there just talking and everything and That's take dope. pictures. And so when I when she performed at Essence, you know, I go backstage. And this is the crazy thing. This actually happened. So Tuesday, I get a phone call. Roland, Aretha. I'm like, hey, Queen, how you doing? She's like, oh, we on, we on the bus. We, you know, because she didn't fly. Mm-hmm. So they were driving to Vegas. She said, well, you know, I'm on the bus driving to Vegas. I got a question for you. I'm like, yeah, Queen, what's up? She says, I need you to be honest. How did my set sound? Okay, this is the Queen of Soul. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> now, mind you, you th- so this is me. I'm like. 
but how in the hell am I supposed to answer this question? Mm -hmm. And so she said, no, no, no. I want you to be honest. How did the sound sound? And I was like, well, you know, to be honest, it was muffled. We were sitting on the third row, and it was some issues with the speakers, and we were all kind of like, yo, what's up with the speakers? And we didn't know what was going on. She said, you know, I thought so. So I'm listening to the playback. Let me call you back. I need to fire the audio engineer. And I'm like, Damn, rolling all because you got him. No, guy. I was like, and Poor again, I'm she needed somebody to be honest with. And she just said, and it, but again, okay, if Aretha Franklin says, "Be honest, how did I sound?" He said, "You sounded fine, but the right. audience was <laughs> like, well, you were great." <laughs> but it, and so it was, dude. It was, I mean, that's how. I mean, so she would do that, but she also here's what they do. She was amazingly loyal, so she comes to DC. And I couldn't be there. I had back-to-back -back speeches. I couldn't go. My nieces, two of my nieces, they said, they wanted to, who were living with us, they wanted to meet Aretha Franklin. Okay. So she said, side tickets for my wife and my two nieces. So when my speech was over, I hit my wife. I'm like, yo, how did it go? How did the girls like meeting the queen? She said, well, we didn't get a chance to. I was like, what happened? She says, well, Michelle Obama and Eric Holder showed up at the concert, and then they went backstage, and Secret Service cleared everybody out. Shut it down. And then we couldn't, we couldn't, we were trying to call, I think it was either her grandson or her son. So the next day, my phone rang. Roland, Aretha, what happened to your nieces? I said, well, here's what happened. You know, she says, let me call you back. She calls me back. She called, whether her son or grandson. She fire her son and now. cussed them out. She said, let me, she, and told me, she said, let me tell you something. And when I tell you, to bring somebody and you take care of them, you either take care of them. I don't care if the first lady or the attorney general is backstage. That's I don't real. care if there's secret service. Mm -hmm. She went off on him and do that to hit me and apologize. Wow. And so, like, New Year's Eve, man, she sent me, I posted this on Instagram. She sent me this email, bruh. Uh, I'm trying to pull it up right now. This was 10.43 p.m. on December 31st. Roland Martin, you are one of the baddest brothers out here. You kicked A so bad on MSNBC. Read a history book and broke it down to his most minute. He didn't even have any business talking <laughs> to you. He's going to duck every time he sees you. Happy happens of New Year's. Isn't there a conspiracy against the baddest bros? What do you think? And then she types in Cornell West. And then what do you see? Roland, I can't bring it up. Another way. The gumbo. <laughs> <laughs> and she taps in all. She types in all caps. Doc, right here, she says all wow. caps. Yeah, 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 so yeah. I just want to say, that's how you pay homage to Aretha Franklin, Madonna. Okay, that's how you celebrate yeah, bro. VMAs. That's how you celebrate no, a right. woman of that stature. Damn right. All right, you don't have a person come out there and talk about themselves for six minutes. Right, that's that's, <laughs> you know that's just saying? you know that that's that's her. Look, she invited me to birthday parties. And his deal, which so one year she goes, Roland. Why we not at my birthday party? And for whatever, something happened, and I didn't get the invite. And I said, well, Queen, I, I didn't know because I didn't get the invite. So she turns to the person. How is it he did not get the invite to my birthday party? Mm. This is not going to happen next year. And I'm standing there like, could I just step away from this moment right here? Because I, I ain't trying to be in this moment right, right, right now. Right. It was sort of like, if I invited you, I expected you to you be, at my, be, be at my birthday party. So I don't care how you got to be there. And so, and that's how I got that video of her scatting and then singing Happy Birthday to herself. Wow. And so she started, it was in, this was four years ago, she, her 72nd birthday. So she she grabbed the microphone and I just, and I had a Canon power shot camera. And I was like, oh, I got to get this damn video. And here's what I don't have, because I was on the dance floor. I taught the queen of soul how to do the Cupid shuffle. 
<laughs> Did you really? And I'm like, this was this was in 2012 at a birthday party, and I've been like, were you shooting the video? I'm like trying to find somebody who was shooting the video. I'm going to call her PR, bro. I'm like, Gwendolyn, I know somebody shot the video. Mm-hmm. Wow. Because uh, the song came on, and I was like, Queen, come on. She said, oh, I don't know how to do that. I'm like, I teach you how to do the Cupid Shuffle. And we're on the dance floor, and Todd do the Cupid Shuffle. All right, we got more with Roland Martin. When we come back, keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. DJMV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We have Roland Martin in the building. Charlamagne? There is no energy around the midterm elections, it seems. I mean, it never really it is. It never really seems like But I would think that it would be this year. Oh, no, it is. No, no, no. I mean, I, Reverend William Barber, he just called me uh, last night. They're about to embark on their 26th state. Uh, Latasha Brown, they've been they've been on a, they're on a bus tour as we speak. Mm-hmm. They've been going through Georgia. They're going to the Delta. Uh, they've been hitting all these small towns. Uh, and and see that's what's happening. See the difference now. What has happened is, and black folks have really just figured this out is that is for a long time you have the campaigns. They would wait for the candidate to then put together the plan. Folks are like you know we can't wait on that. Right. And so what they're doing is they're doing these things, but they're not getting cable news attention. And see, this is also why the digital show matters. So, I'm a, so Doug Jones, so all these people were hyped. They were like, oh, my God, look what happened to Doug Jones. And so guess what? They got they got Dewana Watson on the air and Latasha Brown on the air and Adrian Shropshire on the air after the election. Mm. Everybody loves you after the fact. Look at the brother Justin Fairfax. When he was running for the Democratic nomination for lieutenant governor in Virginia, the, the, the Democrats wouldn't even let him speak at the state convention. Mm. I put him on the show, called him out. They backed down. They apologized to him. I put him on the air two times before the election. He wins. Guess what happens? All, all these shows, CNN is calling him. MSNBC is calling him. Oh, we want you on the show. He tells his people. He says, my first post-election national interview is going to be with Roland Martin. Yeah, right. As it should be. And he comes on and says it on the air. He said, I'm not here just because you're my fraternity brother and alpha and we in the boulet together. He said... You put me on when they wouldn't retake my phone call. Yeah, right. He said, and I got to repay that. And so that's also why we've got to have our own platforms because get those voices on before the election. We got to do that with musicians, too. Like, they'll run to that mainstream platform. Oh, 100%. As soon as, all as soon as their record break, they'll run to that mainstream platform. You got to call them out. Call. No, bro, you got to call Actors, them out. Actors, actresses, everybody. No, no, you got to call them out because, and let me tell you, I don't play that. And I got a serious problem when black folks, to your point, when they blow up, mm-hmm. act like you don't exist. That's, forget, that's right. And I've jammed people up because you have to. You got to check some people because they will forget real Absolutely. fast. But when they get in trouble, all of a sudden they they rediscover your number. Yeah, it's, it's interesting because like they don't realize how disposable they are to white people. You know oh, what I'm saying? Oh, oh yeah, you be gone. You be gone. You be gone real quick. And, I, and I'll tell you, I've I've had to I've had to do that. This this, this dude is a this happened twice. So Khalid Muhammad, when he was a national spokesman for the Nation of Islam, he was coming to Fort Worth. He got suspended uh, by uh, Minister Farrakhan. And I knew he was from Houston. I'm from Houston as well. And so I'm doing a story on him, and I'm asking him these questions. And he's, uh, what, 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 what's up with all these personal questions? You know, he starts going off. Now, normally the person you interviewing would say, let's go off the record. Mm-hmm. I said, let's go off the record. Man, I cussed him out. <laughs> I said, I don't know who the hell you think you talk to. I said, man, the white folks in this newspaper don't give a damn about you. I said, they got you out looking like you a doggone devil and a demon. I said, I'm trying to make you out to look like a human being. What's your story? What's your background? I said, now, you ain't got to talk to me. I said, but ain't nobody else calling you. That's right. I said, so what you want to do? He said, we can go back on the record. From that point to the moment he died, he told his people, whenever he calls, 
you put his call through. Wow. When I was in Houston, Lee Brown, first black mayor of Houston, I'm running the Houston Defender, the, the biggest black newspaper in Houston. He goes to South Africa. He don't talk to us before he goes to South Africa. He goes to South Africa. He brings, like, three or four security guards. Come back. The media's killing him. Uh, they spent 70 grand on security, whatever. So I get a phone call from his chief of staff. Hey, Roland, uh, we would love to come by the paper and talk about a trip and the importance of trade in South Africa, you know, because as you see, we're getting uh, uh, all this pushback. And I said, okay. And I said, you done? He goes, yeah. I go, F- Lee Brown. Hey. I said, y'all didn't call us before you went. But now you calling me to bail your ass out Damn right. when white media kicking your behind. I said, so here's what's going to happen. I'm going to go on TV this Sunday, and I'm going to kick your ass. I said, and y'all going to learn, don't you disrespect black media and only call me to bail you out. I was like, do you understand? Click. That's it. And they were like, Ron, did you just say uh, the first black man in Houston? Yes, because he didn't respect the black newspaper. And I said, as a managing editor, I'm not going to let you disrespect us. After that, they were straight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I want to ask you about Omarosa. Because somebody asked me a question, and I said hell no to the answer. But what was that? Is it possible that Omarosa could have been the spook who sat by the door? Here's the deal. She's just like Trump. We're living in a reality show world. Mm-hmm. And her deal is, I'm going to get mine. She's trying to sell a book. No, no, not to sell a book, but I'm going to get mine. Their relationship is transactional. Look, mm. here's what everybody forgets. And this is, uh, people dog Omarosa, but guess what? Omarosa has done literally 20 reality shows. I, I just want it, for everybody who hate Omarosa, I just want y'all to just step back, just step back. She's damn near done 20 reality shows. That's right. She's been in the game 15 years. Mm-hmm. You can hate her all you want to, but she's still in the game. Right. She parlays that into this position in in, in, uh, in the White House. Okay, so boom, boom, they run her out, get fired. People were blowing me up. Man, I ain't buying a book, it's trash. Guess what? It's number one, New York Times bestseller list. Yeah. And so what she's now done is, she's like, Trump, you ain't lord of nobody. I'm watching you throw everybody under the bus. Well, guess what? I'd have beat your ass to the bus. <laughs> I'm about to throw you under the bus. Because I'm taping everybody on the bus. And that's so when she did an interview, she said, Donald Trump, you bet your match. He has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's the thing. Omarosa don't care. So people say, Trump say whatever he wants to. So does she. That's a fact. And she's like, oh, I got more recordings. And then she dropped another tape that makes him look out to be a liar. And so she's like waiting, like, Go ahead and lie. Go ahead and lie. <laughs> and here's another one. Mm-hmm. But here's the other thing. What have they refuted? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. So yeah. I'm just watching. So, again, you can despise Omarosa all you want to. Did Sean Spicer have the number one book on the New York Times bestseller list? Nope. He only nope. sold 6000 first week. Omarosa sold 35000 That's the game. There you go. <laughs> we live in a reality yep. show world, right. and her deal is, I'm going to get as much as I can as fast as I can. Well, I would look forward to this new show. Absolutely, <laughs> man. Yeah, yeah. This kind of stuff we'll be yeah, talking about. Your voice yes. is so necessary, yeah, man. Absolutely. September 4th, 
And I'm sure you'll check in before that to, to remind people that it's on. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. So go to RolandMartinUnfiltered.com and uh, got any questions, we'll answer them. But uh, I'm ready to roll. And follow Roland on social media, man. Roland S. Martin. That's right. On Instagram, on Twitter, I'm on Facebook, I'm on Snapchat. So you can't, if you want people to say, man, I can't reach you, you lying. Right. <laughs> I can be found. All right. Well, it's The Breakfast Club. It's Roland Martin. The Breakfast Club. It's about time. What's going on? Rumor Report. Rumor Report. This is The Rumor Report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Now, Missy Elliott wrote a letter to Aaliyah that was for the anniversary of her passing away on August 25th. Now, she posted... Aaliyah, baby girl, I can only imagine how great you would be today winning Oscars and creating music that would be in the year 2050 and setting all kind of fashion trends, all the things you did while you were here with us. But most of all, spreading love is what you always were about. Your fans have worked diligently in holding you down. Your mom and brother are keeping your legacy alive. We miss you. And to those who knew you or your music, know that you will always be one in a million. Rest peacefully, angel, baby girl. Yeah, man. What if suck? You know what I'm saying? Like when you, like what if she wouldn't have died? What if like, oh man, that's the worst. Yes, well, rest in peace to her. Queen Latifah replied to the post also and wrote, Miss you, already know. Now, Queen Latifah also hosted Black Girls Rock, and I actually went to the taping. It's going to air on September 9th. Okay. But Janet Jackson was honored at the Black Girls Rock Awards, and Lena Waithe got an award as well. I loved her speech. When you guys watch it September 9th, you'll see what she had to say about cutting off her hair mm -hmm. and just being iconic in this business already. Naomi Campbell got the Black Girl Magic Award. Um, Judith Jameson got an award also for being a living legend for her work in dance and choreography. I'm trying to remember. Mary J. Blige got her Star Power Award also. Dope. So you guys will love the show. Just make sure you tune in. All right. The Who man introduced uh, Lena? Was it Ava? Uh, yes, Ava DuVernay. Okay. Wait, was it, was it Ava DuVernay? I'm try trying to remember. But I thought that was dope because she used to actually be a PA for Ava, I think, back oh, in the Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, that would be dope. Yeah, um, you guys got to watch it September 9th, though. You are absolutely going to love it. It was okay. phenomenal. All right, and Demi Lovato, um, her drug dealer, is the person that um, is saying now that he is not responsible for her overdose. He said that they did drugs together many times and also had a sexual relationship. Here's what he had to say to TMZ. I think it's important that we know, like, did she know what she was taking that night? 100% she knew what she was taking. What is it? I, dis what is I disclosed it? to her that these are um, not, you know... You know, pharmaceutical, they're, um, you know, aftermarket pills, you know, they're, a little bit, they're, they're much stronger. She understood fully. Now, Demi Lovato's sources are denying that there was any sexual relationship at all. So. Why, why, why is the drug dealer giving interviews? That is crazy. <laughs> like, like, what, what, what era do we live in where a drug dealer is giving an interview? And why is TMZ interviewing him? Shouldn't TMZ be held responsible? Shouldn't we lock him up? Exactly, because if you're talking to the actual drug dealer, shouldn't you be sending that information over to the police? Well, the police can see it, because clearly it's posted, so maybe this will do something. Oh, so it's video, too? Yeah, it's video. Oh, he's an idiot. So we interview drug dealers, we don't lock him up now? He might not be the drug dealer. He might just want attention. You guys oh. just heard the audio oh. of him talking. I, so. don't think the real, I don't think a real drug dealer would do that. But this is 2008. All right, well, his name is Brandon Johnson. And you got his name? Yeah. This is crazy. Oh, my God. <laughs> and you got people out here getting conspiracy charges for just knowing drug dealers, and Brandon Johnson is doing interviews, and he's not getting locked up? I mean, he's talking about everything, about them freebasing together, how she oh. called him, told him to come over. She, He knew that it meant she wanted some drugs. So, yeah. I'm calling that one I right can't now. imagine why he's not arrested yet. All right, and a fan threw an object on stage at Sway Lee. I guess it was a cell phone. And his lip got all busted. Here's what happened. Heard a bitch threw a phone on stage. Yeah. 
Yeah, it even chipped his tooth, he said. Yeah, he said, my lip is effed up. This dumbass girl threw a phone on stage like a baseball. Y'all got to have more common sense than that. My ish is effed. Might miss a few days of tour. See, man, this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm telling you, the stage should be a safe space for artists. These fans should be able to get really get beat up really bad, really shot something. The same way you can protect really your home. Shot. Yes. The same way you should be able to protect your home. You should be able to protect that stage the same way. Because, like, if, if Sway Lee was to throw something off the stage and hit a fan, guess what? Yeah, Sway he, Lee's liable. Right. And now he wants to sue because he's saying he would get sued. Exactly. He was on the other and place. he should. He should actually sue the venue. I don't know for what. I don't know what can you say. I for, don't know. They threw a phone, they didn't <laughs> Figure jump it on. out. Figure it out, man. <laughs> All, All right, right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Now let's get into the mix now. Earlier today, we announced Powerhouse NYC with all the artists that are performing. So we're going to do a Powerhouse NYC mix with all your favorite artists, all right? Let me know your favorite songs from the artists that are performing. Juice Squirrel, Little Uzi Vert, Cardi B, G-Eazy, LMA. So uh, 800-585-1051. Little Baby, of course. And Revolt, we'll see you guys tomorrow, all right? It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.